Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's 6 o'clock on Dukes and Bell, the number one sports talk show in Atlanta for your ride home. Brought to you by Window Nation. Buy two windows, get two free. Visit windownation.com. 15 yards, what a loser. I guarantee it. That's what they're talking like in the back when did bosa become jamie gum you heard my precious either laughing back there laughing at me carl oh, let's get this blank hole it does sound a little creepy i will say that and only because you've got me thinking about silence of the land don't you hurt my precious <laughs> you've got me thinking about it it puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again <laughs> in the locker room after the game like oh god I didn't realize Bosa sounded like his brother didn't sound like that. No, he doesn't. It's Radio 92.9 The Game. <laughs> I didn't know he sounded that way either. <laughs> Mr. Gum, this is Agent Clarice Starling. I'm investigating the disappearance of Frederica Bibble. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? <laughs> That's right, he does. Still one of my favorite movies, though. I saw that in I the love theater. Silence I saw Lambs. that in the theater in DC. Yeah, it's, it was creepy. Oh. Now, now, but let me be honest with you. Now, I don't want to ruin the. I think everyone's seen the movie by now. Don't you really think, though? I mean, the cops are really going to let Anthony Hopkins get the the drop on him in that cage in Memphis? Oh yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah, you got two cops. One guy's like. Well, he's looking at his watch while the other guy, I mean, I just, that whole scene, I, I know in the book they said it a little bit differently, but I don't know. I know. Here you go with your suspension of disbelief, not believing. <laughs> All right, real quick, Chris, I presume you've seen Silence of the Lambs? Yes, I Okay, have. there we go. Hey! Way to go, you millennial. Good movie. Good movie. <laughs> But yes, we do did you, not know. Do, Bosa. I, do I aggravate you when I give you the plausibility gauge on some of these well, events? You, yes, because you do this all the time. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm, there I'm, it is. I'm you're so hard. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Now, by the way, the actor, when he did his audition, I don't can describe this scene without being not family friendly. He did the scene where he does his thing with his thing yeah, and yeah, you yeah. don't see his thing. Okay. He did that in the audition. So he was very he, believable. He was committed to it. He's also he's also one of those detectives in Heat. Very believable. That actor, the same actor who plays the guy. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying to talk around the subject. No, I, I get it. I uh, but no, he, here's what you do, and I, and then we'll, we'll get get into some other things here. It's Dukes and Bell. No, Mike has a a tendency to see a movie, then we come back and we'll we'll start talking about the movie, and then he's like, Yeah, I loved it, but that part in the movie. Where, and he always has this one part that just doesn't fit. It's not plausible. It right. couldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened that way in real life. Right. And then I have to remind him it's a movie. movie. It's for entertainment it's purposes only. It's, it's a movie. I know. I know. When the but, DeLorean reaches Mach three, that's where it really <laughs> lost. That's me. Mike. That's Mike. 
I mean, the terrorists were really going after. There was no FBI after the terrorists. I mean, come on. There yes. should have been people chasing those guys when they went after the yeah. Anyway, but this is what drives Carl crazy when I start to deconstruct the movie <laughs> plot for plausibility <laughs> issues. All right, uh, guys, we are uh, talking about a lot of things today. And again, welcome in on a Tuesday. Hope you enjoyed the MLK weekend. Um, Hawks off today. They'll be back in action again tomorrow at the Mavericks. Three-game win streak. I hope we can keep it going. We'll talk more about it coming up. Also today, we've been talking a lot about what went down in the NFL, and we got so into our Lamar Jackson conversation mm. that we didn't get a chance to kind of recap what went down over the weekend, and we're going to do that in 20 minutes. But, Mike, there was a parade this weekend, a celebration parade, mm. and I want you to hear Stetson Bennett. When he got asked the question about what he's going to remember, now, some people have said Stetson was a little disrespectful this weekend, and maybe he was on his phone too much. He didn't say nice things. I, I don't know what people want from Stetson Bennett. He's given Georgia everything that you could ask. You've won two national championships with him at the helm at the quarterback position. And so this weekend when our man DJ, DJ Shockley was, was you know interviewing these guys on stage, this is what Stetson said when he asked him, what are you going to remember? What, what's the thing that, that will stand out for you? The thing I'm going to be most proud of, man, y'all burn us. Y'all burn us. Y'all kept telling us how bad we were and y'all couldn't understand it and, you know, and we kept winning and and we kept embarrassing people, but y'all had other storylines and it was 49 to 3 and it was, you know, 65 to 7. It was everything. And y'all didn't want to believe it because you didn't. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Yeah. Hey, but you know, um, screw it. We got two rings, man. You know. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, you could have said, and you and I talked about this earlier. You could be magnanimous in victory and say, "Hey, yes. always." I guess you're always gonna have your doubters, but we proved everybody wrong. But I guess when you're Stetson Bennett and you won a national championship and you still have people in small mouths in your own fan base doubting you. You know, the fact, maybe, I don't know, the, the Munkin thing, that Munkin, he still had to, you know, burn his saddle over JT Daniels. They thought he was the better option. But there were people, guys, maybe you were one of them, that doubted Stetson Bennett. So now he's got a little, I don't know, a little chip. He's got a latitude that he's throwing out there. But it wasn't a great speech, but, <laughs> but that's his prerogative. He can, hey, well, he can walk away. You know what he can do? Hey, man, two natties, 40 years. I brought, who built this? <laughs> Me. And then dropped the mic. <laughs> yes. I mean, he could have walked up there and said, are you not entertained? <laughs> I mean, he could have done a lot of things. I got your chicken fingers right here. You know? But he, he'll burn us. Yeah, but, he, but, but this was his way. And here's the deal. If you can't flex at your, at your celebration parade, when can you flex? Hmm. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I just think people are like, oh, Stetson. I don't know what you wanted from him or what you were expecting. I, I actually had no issues with that. But I know a lot of people did. And my only thing is, again, Who? Who are we talking about? Mike, he, you said some publication in Tennessee. Who who did he read that that burned you? Now, who said seven and five? We were all joking around about that. I mean, look, the, and this, and Carl and I joked around about it earlier. Everybody does this. We said Pop Warner kids. You know, they really disrespected us over there at the Little Giants. Everybody <laughs> plays the disrespect card. But who didn't have Georgia in the top five? I mean, they were the number three team. It was generally received as Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia by every preseason ranking. Yeah. So the seven and five, either way, that seeped into the uh, the mindset of the team. Kirby's got to motivate these guys. Kirby is fighting complacency and entitlement. So it like it doesn't matter if we think it's silly as long as those dudes in that locker room buy in. No doubt.
It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. If you went to the parade, hope you had a great time. Uh, Steak, uh, Sandra, Rusty, they were up there broadcasting from Grindhouse. It was a good time. Kirby's wife jumped on the air, too. Well, really listen, cool. everybody's, everybody's celebrating, man. And, and Kirby had his own thing, too. This, we got two rings, man. You I know. know. I know, Stetson. And that's, that's the thing. I mean, if I'm Stetson Minute, to be honest with you, and again, this is maybe this may be my older self. I don't know if I was 25 and I would have did this, but my older self would have just put up. I would have walked out and, and you asked me a question. I would have had my arms folded, right, and wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> I just would have been ask me whatever you want. I don't care because I've won. I've disproven you guys. I don't have anything to prove. Here's what Kirby said when it comes to everybody picking against the dogs this season. This was part of a Saturday celebration. This is a special group. These young men, most of them, sat on this stage last year. And every one of them took advantage of a hell of an opportunity in front of them when everybody in the country, I didn't have one guy, not even our very own David Pollock, that said this group would even make the playoffs. They had something different in mind. (laughs) In mind. Well, even Pollock was a turncoat. <laughs> they kept receipts exactly. on Pollock. Wow. Um, well, Pollock more than made up for it by telling Nick Saban which way the world is now, isn't it? Well, listen, yeah. was he wrong? Nope. I don't, no. think, I don't think he was wrong. No. Um, speaking of Georgia. Mine. <laughs> Georgia. Speaking of Georgia, Georgia plays Kentucky tonight. This is a sidebar, Mike. Georgia basketball is off to a really good start. Coach doing a hell of a job. Coach White's doing a hell of a job. They got Kentucky tonight. I'm just telling you, don't be surprised. Mm. Uh, 13 and 4 for the Dogs hoop team, but this is all about the football squad, man. And They're into the SEC schedule. I mean, look, th- this is ex- it's exciting to be at Stegosaurus. Yep. Not Stegosaurus, it's a nice arena now, but everybody's should be on board. I think I'm going to have Steve Kuhn on. I'd love to get a couple of Georgia games in Atlanta. Yeah. That would really get yeah, yeah, people yeah. fired up. Maybe that's something they've they've toyed around with at the idea. And back in the day, they would play at Phillips, Georgia Tech, and Georgia. Something to think about. I, I totally agree. Um, as we, we talk about celebrating this particular championship, we, we, we will start to talk about what this team is going to do now we're in the offseason and all the work that's going to be done. But, Mike, I'll say this, man. Three-peating, mm. I was all about going back and doing what they just did. I, I, can't, I cannot co-sign – Right now, for, for just because I know how hard it is. Right. Three-peat is unreal. If they are able to achieve it, able to pull it off, able to get back into the playoff. And, guys, the schedule next year, we've said mm-hmm. this, it, it's one that, that works in their favor. But right. I know a lot of people are already talking about three-peat. We're going three-peat. I hope they do. But, man, it's, it's, it's going to be probably harder than winning the first, certainly harder than winning the second. Well, whatever you guys thought about Stetson Bennett, remember he had to win that job. JT Daniels, you know, it was it was banked up, and Stetson took over. And then last this year, it was Stetson's party. It was his thing. It was. And other than look, the only let's be honest, the only twist of the story was the Ohio State game and the fact you had to you know come back. You did beat him eighteen to three in the fourth quarter, so you did get it done. But now Carson Beck is Carson Beck the man. He's got the most experience of all the guys, at least on the field. Rock Vandegrift. Vandegrift is going to uh, be graduated early, but he's still going to be there in the fall. And then maybe Gunnar Stockton. Who's going to le- who's going to win? Who's going to leave? And the offensive line. How do, how quickly does that offensive line come back together? That to me is a question mark. Those are the only two because the defense is going to be there. Yeah, it is. Mike, we do need to mention while we're talking dogs. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. We'd be remiss if we mm. didn't talk about UGA losing Devin Willock and Chandler Lacroix uh, in an auto accident over the weekend. Um, you know, you go from the highest heights. Right. 
to finding this out Sunday morning, and I think, you know, you're devastated like most people when they heard the news, but there is more news that has come out about this. Yeah, now this is not the full investigation. This is the accident report, but uh, as most people would have surmised, excessive speed was the uh, the major issue. And the people around the driver's side of the car, those were the fatalities were. That's where Miss LaCroix, she was driving. And uh, as you mentioned, Willick was sitting behind her in the passenger seat. Uh, Warren McClendon was uh, riding shotgun, and he survived with stitches, which mm. is crazy. Mm. And the other victim, Victoria Bowles, who also works in the athletic department. So it's, it is sobering because, as you said, it's the highest heights. It's a moment of great joy and celebration. And now you're hit with this, and uh, she's going to be there. We've got the funeral plans up in Tacoa. And uh, there's you can get the details online about at UGA Sports about what they where you want to put donations to, but just just a terrible terrible tragedy. Two, I mean, two young people with their whole lives ahead of. I know that's cliched, but it was just brutal yeah. to see that on Sunday morning. No doubt. Um, and again, as Josh Brooks, the AD at Georgia, has said, um, you know, the entire Georgia family is devastated by this tragic loss, uh, and you know, wants to make sure that people keep their families and the people. Around these people, around the young folks uh, that were involved in this accident, to keep you keep them in your in their prayers, in your prayers, and uh, I think that's what's going on right now. Mm. We'll we'll hopefully, um, you know, through the investigations right. and all that, find out more. But yeah, Mike, when you told me that earlier, I was like, that, yeah, we've been in that area. I mean, I know that if you grow up in Athens, yeah, it's hard to figure where you can get the car up to that kind of speed, speed unless you're right. on the Atlanta Highway. But there was. You know, missed the curve, and the uh, car obviously obviously taking trees out, spinning around in the air. The, uh, you can read the investigation. AJC's got it, and the Athens Banner Herald as well. All right, guys. Stukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're coming back. We're going to talk about what went down in the NFL this weekend. It was bananas. And now we know who's moved on to the divisional round. We'll have all of that action for you, by the way, coming up on Sunday. Bengals, Bills, Cowboys at 49ers on Sunday. We got... Jags and Chiefs and Giants and Eagles on our sister station on WAOK. We're going to talk about what we saw and what we were impressed with. The most important story of the day. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. So how do you blow a 27-point lead? Oh, I don't know. Just watch the Chargers do it against the Jags. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike, that was the shocker of the weekend. I don't think people were shocked that the 49ers beat the Seahawks. Maybe by the score, maybe. Bills advance. Giants, maybe. Mm. But this game, and we got to start there with Brandon Staley. And today, by the way, they fire their OC today. Yeah, Vince Lombardi's grandson. We're going to build an alley. (laughs) (laughs) Going to use pop because they needed to run the ball in the second half. (laughs) You know, think, think about this. Your grandfather is the greatest coach to ever live. And you just need to think of one of the things your grandfather would have said. Run the freaking ball. <laughs> Eat some clock. So they didn't. And so now Brandon Staley's on full blast. I know I've always said Sean Payton should go to L.A., but it needs to be an opening. But the next thing that happens is you fire the head coach once you fired a bunch of assistants. Yeah. Um, credit to Cartersville. Cartersville stand up. Trevor Lawrence, man, he mm. throws four interceptions in the first half, Mike, and then came out in the second half and threw it around the yard like he didn't throw any. No, there's an article in the four. What's that? So the Union Jacksonville Tomato Picker, whatever that whatever the newspaper <laughs> is down there. It, they were saying that uh, Peterson really did, and he talked about it in the post game. Peterson getting in his face and saying, "Look, we got this. You can do what I, do what you're taught to do. Don't try to make better decisions. He didn't try to reinvent the wheel. He just said, "Look, you got this." And he said he had the confidence to go out there. Imagine that though. You've you completely pooped the bed in the first half. You're getting completely destroyed. But the thing that got them back was the score before the half. And that's what gave Lawrence, he said, the confidence to see it through. That's incredible. I mean, it really is. I, I think if you didn't <clears throat> believe in Trevor Lawrence as a pro, 
maybe you thought, well, he's good, but he's not as good. And by the way, I think Trevor Lawrence, these two guys, they should be meeting like this regularly right. in the playoffs. All right? They're both tremendously talented. But I've said all along, Brandon Staley has held back his quarterback. And, you know, Bo said this when we played the Chargers. What did you call him? And I used to tell you, check down something. Check down Herbie. Yeah. You saw it. You saw it in this game. They didn't let him, Mike, just be himself. Nothing more than 10-yard completions. When you start talking about throwing the ball down the field, like, I I thought it was conservative. And then when you needed to be conservative – you're three and out, three and out, three and out. Either way, Brandon Staley, I, I, I thought he should be fired over this. Well, a couple of things. Uh, you know, Mike Williams, of course, got Murphy's Law. They couldn't get – all their receivers were banged up basically the entire season. They missed Mike, They missed the vertical threat of Mike Williams, especially to your point in the yep. second half to yep. seal it away. But, again, they ran the ball for 67 yards, and you've got Austin Eckler. Unbelievable. 13 carries. And, I mean, you, it's not like you're saying, well, Jacksonville shut down the run game. You didn't try to run it enough. Let them shut it down. Let's burn some clock while you got that big lead. They blew it. All right. Uh, as we saw this game, that game play out, and I think everybody's like, oh, my God. That was Saturday, right? And then we get into the Sunday games, and all of a sudden the Dolphins make this game interesting with the Bills. Mike, do you still believe in the Bills as you did maybe three, four, five weeks ago? I mean, gosh, Allen stopped carrying the football like a loaf of bread, and he's throwing. He has those moments in the game. It started in the middle part of the season, that kind of like Buffalo wobble. He wobbles, and Miami two, brought two, defense. Two picks. Seven sacks. That Miami defense got after it, man. Big time. Bills hang on and win. 34-31, guys. But, you know, Sky- Skyler Thompson, they let him throw it, Mike. He threw it for 40, 47 times in this game. It wasn't like they were trying to hold him back. Mm. Bottom line is, though, the Bills hang on. They'll get the Bengals, which is the game a couple mm. of weeks ago, obviously, DeMar right. Hamlin. But now it, it's, it's for something here. You're talking about moving on to the AFC Championship game. The winner will advance. I, um, I had just had gotten convicted <sighs> information that it was a first convicted? down. What is that? It conflicted That's, or convicted? You now, should be convicted for that. All right, so it's fourth and one. Somebody on the sideline goes, first down. Okay, well, when do you realize it's not first down? The clock's ticking, so 40 seconds to get the play in. They get the play in late. Delay of game, fourth and six. Mike McDaniel said he got convicted information. Yeah. So this is one thing, Did he mean conflicted? I think he meant conflicted. Okay. But he should be convicted for that stupid decision. (laughs) No, but that's, that's, I mean, somebody out there have some some kind of situational awareness. And I got to be honest. Skyler did a hell of a job when you he consider that where he's at. He's not as far down the road as Purdy. They, they got some weapons. Waddle's going to be kicking himself with the drop passes in that game, too. He really is. So the Chargers lose after being up 27. I think the other biggest upset had to be the Giants and Vikings game, right? Would you guys agree with that? Uh, going into that game, the Vikings, again, 13-4. and four. Was it the lowest spread, though? I think it was. Yeah, so I mean, I think Vegas saw it as the uh, the playoff, I'm sorry, the overtime field goal game a few weeks prior, so they, they thought were it was closer. closer. Yeah, they thought it was closer. But I like the Giants all along. Now, I didn't know if it would be, you know, 3-6, but Mike, give Brian Dable credit. This was Daniel Jones's best game I've seen him play. It's his best game since his first season in the comeback win against Tampa Bay when he was anointed the next big thing, and then he sort of fell backwards. Multiple coaches. We talked about Joe Judge. Dable is, you know, you want to say you say he's a quarterback whisperer, but they're playing to his strengths. Carl, he would he would throw when he should run and vice versa. Dable's got him. He's got his head straight. They've also got some weapons. Think about the bad wide receiver play. Giants have had some terrible wide receivers over the years, and that's another drop pass. If you didn't see the game, it's pretty amazing. Darius Slayton should have had a couple of catches, too. But the Giants get it done. They overcame a roughing the passer penalty that was crazy. Ooh. Saquon Barkley had a, 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 let's be honest, an unbelievable Saquon Barkley in his prime kind of run. And you mentioned it. 
Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott, I think in the playoffs, they play their best games as quarterbacks yes. in the NFL. Yes, no doubt about it. Uh, and Dak last night simply outplayed Tom Brady. Daniel Jones ran for 78 yards in that game. 78. And no. threw for over 300. Yeah, it was huge. It's Dukes and Bell. We're talking about what went down in the NFL this weekend. All right, while we're talking about the Cowboys, let's talk about the elephant in the room. How does a kicker miss four point after attempts, Mike? Not one, not two. When he got to three, I was like, okay, he's going to get this one. Right. He missed it, and I was like, there's just no way. Listen to this. Come on, Brett. You can do it. Here's the snap. It's good. The extra point kick is up. It kicked off the right upright and went out. My goodness. <laughs> I, I, so, I, Mar, I, I mean, I, I've never seen anything like this. And he's Irish. My God, where's the luck of the Irish? Where's your pride, man? For God's sakes. I mean, and he was missing it left, then it was right, and it was comical. And then, of course, everybody saw, and I don't think you ever want to show up a teammate, but wherever, whenever there's a time it's worth, you're worthy to do it, it's Dak Prescott losing his mind after it was the third missed one. Well, I think he had said he, they, after the game they wanted to go for two. He wanted to go for two. Right. So he comes over and he tells McCarthy, let's go for two. Forget the kick. McCarthy's like, no, we'll kick it. And he misses it. So, yeah. My goodness. At that point, Dak's losing his mind. But to your point about Dak playing his best <laughs> game, what about the other guy, Mike? Is he done? Tom Brady, have we seen his last game? Now, two things. You know, a guy, you're going to be, you said it early, he's going to be 46 this summer. You got to have an old line. He went through a, a bunch of centers. They got some other guys back for this game. Leonard Fournette wasn't out there. Was my, I mean, their run game was non existent, one of the worst run games. So he's got to go to a place where they can run the ball. Presumably, he's completely done in Tampa. But think about this not every quarterback out there gets to throw to Godwin and Evans and Julio Jones. Julio Jones made one of the greatest catches of his career. He did. I, and you know what I thought when he made it? Damn Julio. <laughs> I tweeted out, Julio. Yeah, because you know what? That's a, We wanted to see more of that. I mean, he did in his prime. Don't get me wrong. And I said this. Julio's going to be in our ring of honor when it's all said and done. But at the end of the day, in these playoff games, right. that's what I wanted Julio to do more of that. But, I mean, you got a wide receivers who are like, he had a disconnect with Evans. He finally Julio. got Julio. <laughs> Julio, that was a hell of a catch, man. He, really, he held on to it. But you've got these guys that are coming after Brady. Brady's got to get the ball out so quickly the routes don't develop. So he's throwing behind guys, throwing at guys' feet. That's what it looks like to yeah. me. Yeah. And then Brady tries to do a karate kick into somebody's nuts after a would-be fumble was ruled uh, down by contact. I know. I, uh, Julio. That had nothing to do with Julio. No. You, where do you think Brady lands? Because everyone says it's a done deal. He basically said goodbye to the Tampa Bay fans in the postgame. Yeah, well, listen, they can't franchise tag him. Um, there's a big cap number involved with him moving on, but that's just the business. I mean, they knew that when they signed because they thought if we win another Super Bowl, who cares? Um, I don't want him. Like, you're asking me where he goes. I only think there's about three teams potentially that he may have a landing spot for. Here's the thing. <laughs> you don't come off of young quarterbacks that can play for Brady. Now, look, Brock Purdy, some guys are saying, let's not fall in love with Brock Purdy. He had a really ugly first half, then he got things cooking. But I'll tell you what, if Purdy continues to handle his business, everyone's putting him in San Francisco, you're playing a guy – seventh round money as opposed to what Brady's going to want. And they're always tight at the cap with San Francisco. That's yeah. They've got McCaffrey. They're tight. Yeah. So you go with Purdy. You see if Purdy sees it through. Now, if Purdy spits the bit and Brady's available, I'd take Brady over Garoppolo. But you've got to make sure that's a good offensive line. Miami, I don't know how you would you say that's a great offensive line. He needs like an Eagles-like offensive line. He needs a Peyton Manning-like setup. You remember when Manning went to Denver? Everything was in place. That's the only way Brady's going to have success at age 46. But, Mike, here's the thing, and, and maybe he goes through a transformation mentally in the offseason. 
But I, I watched enough of him this year. Chris, you went to the last game here in Atlanta. He was under throwing guys like that all year. Doesn't pass the ice. He doesn't step into the throw when the pressure's coming. All year. He wasn't the Brady that was you saw here in the Super Bowl in 20, 2019 or whenever it was. He's just not. And so I'm, I'm more concerned with just the fundamental stuff that I'm seeing with Brady, whether or not he can take me to the playoffs. If you're buying Brady, what you're buying is his past resume. You're not right. buying the guy that you're getting right now. friend of ours who works in Tampa, J.P. Peterson, was saying you really miss Bruce Arians this year. That Bruce Arians yes. might have been the secret sauce to get things yeah. together. Yeah. So we'll see. I do. I do think he wants to play, though. I don't think he wants to right. give it up. I mean, let's be honest. The only reason he gave it up, or was saying he was going to give it up, is because Giselle wanted him to give it up. Yeah. And now he's got a newer, younger, more voluptuous <laughs> young lady who doesn't care where what he does as long as you know she's on his arm. All right. I got to do this because I know there are cowboy fans everywhere. Yes. How about them cowboys? All right. <laughs> Mike, what do we got what coming up? What did Jerry up? have? 3,000 3, people in that suite? Oh, my God. Everybody was in there, wasn't it? I mean, Michael, the playmaker was Everybody in was in the suite. Everybody was in the suite. Come on, Brett, you can do it. Yes, and that's what they were screaming. Hey, right. Danny, we got to fire this kicker. We got to get to the night's game winner, bro. All right, man, your favorite or least favorite kicker. Ooh. The kicker that got the job done. Or maybe it's Scott Norwood and you're from Buffalo, okay? Oh. Good kicker, bad kicker. Compare and contrast. 404-741-0929. Tonight's game winner. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast and the winner is time to take the game winner on dukes and bell your last chance to sound off on today's show so don't stink. Call now, 404-741-0929. Today's question. In honor of that dreadful kicking display by Mar of the Cowboys, we're talking about your favorite kicker or your least favorite kicker. You can say one thing about the Falcons, Carl. 
Generally, with our offense, the kicker is the most important piece offensively. <laughs> From the heady days of Morton Anderson to, of course, again, we've got some great ones. Matt Bryant and then Koo. Uh, we've been pretty blessed to yeah. actually have some good kickers here. We actually had Prater here before we went to Denver. That's right. Yeah, we had some good ones. So we've actually been pretty effective. Uh, and Mick Luckhurst going all the way back for you guys who had tickets at Fulton County. All right, man, who's up first, Chris? GM. Hey, man, we're talking kickers today. You got to have one. Who's your guy? Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, mine is from the late 70s and early 80s, San Diego Chargers, Rolf Benershka. Nice. He yeah, he, he went. I'm sorry, we cut you, you dropped, but he went on to be the host briefly of uh, Wheel of Fortune. You can look it up. I uh, That's a good pull, though. That's a good <laughs> yeah. pull for him. He was built like a pencil. Rolf Benerschke was the Kent to Colby of kickers. That's a, <laughs> that's a like, good he was call. wearing like a men's small helmet, if you guys remember. Yeah. Yeah, look like he came out of a gumball machine, but he was money. He's the one who hits the kick against the, uh, the Dolphins, right? Yeah. And then they go on and they lose to Cincinnati the year they played in the hottest and the coldest. How many, how many rings does Vinatieri get for Brady? He go, he two, right? At least two? Yeah, at least two, three. Maybe three. Yeah, they beat the Eagles by more than a field goal. The Rams was a field goal. Field goal game. They're f- yeah, I'm right. just thinking out loud for Vinatieri. Yeah. I always think about the uh, the Panthers was a field goal. It was a field goal game. I'm just right. boy, he that's three rings. Kicked one in the snow. Yes, that's right. You know, in the tuck rule. The tuck rule game. Yeah. Vinatieri was huge, <laughs> that's man. That's interesting. Hey man, who's up next? We're talking about kickers, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Swede. Hey man, what you got, brother? Hey man. Hey, hey man. man. First thing I want to say is Brady, save your legacy and retire. Mm. Uh, I I'm sorry, he's had his day. Mm. Um, Vanderjack, Benatiri, or Stenerud. Those would be my kickers. Wow. Thanks, guys. You got it. Being a Southern California guy, I thought you might go with Frank Corral. (laughs) Of the Ray Malavese led LA Rams. (laughs) He's probably laughing about that. He's one of our, he's one of our special listeners. He's he's up there. Hey man, who's up next, Chris? (laughs) Derek, hey man, kickers. You got to have one. Who's yours? Man, growing up, it was Morton Anderson. Hell Hands yeah. Down. Hands down. And by the way, I was going to save it for uh, Clear Your Throat. Today is the 24th anniversary of Gary Anderson missing and then R. Anderson Ooh. making in the NFC Championship. I, I, Carl, I tweeted it out. To this day, one of the greatest memories of a sporting event because I was lucky enough to be on the sideline with that one. It was unbelievable because remember in the NFL, if you're in the press box, you get to come down for the last yes. five minutes. Yes, you do. And then it turned into overtime. So we were there right behind yeah. the Vikings bench for some of it. Still, my shoulder is still hurt from Travis Hall giving me a high five on the 50-yard line. I uh, I heard Steak talking about this, about being there for that yep. particular game. It's pretty impressive. Bro, it was it was, it was Steak and Bo and uh, guys. Evander Holyfield was like five feet from us all on the sideline. It was yeah. crazy. Who's up next, Chris? Timmy. Hey, Tim, man, who's your kicker, good or bad? Hey, man. Tim. Hello. Hey, man. Hello. That's you? you. That's you. Go. Hey, I want to hey, I want to sign off quick to the guy who talked about Tom Brady. Hey, is Tom Brady career still going? Okay, but now sir, he's going to try to rebut Swede. That's not how this format works, and you're wrong too. Swede is right. All right, who's up next? <laughs> Chris, another Chris. Hopefully, a Chris with a better effort. Hey man, you're in the game. What hey. you got? Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. 
Hey, so uh, two right quick. Uh, Jan Stensrud, uh, one of the greatest kickers outside elements, the original 50-yard kicker. Loved watching him growing up for the Chiefs. And then Mike, who was the famous kicker for the uh, Falcons? He was a bartender like early 80s. Mick Luckhurst. So he got him from a bar and he came and Yes, Mick Luckhurst. Yeah, that's the dude. I mentioned him earlier. I've heard stories. That's before my time down here, but he was legendary at Fulton County and legendary at well, some of the bars on Peachtree back when Bartkowski was into that sort of thing. Everybody back then was drinking, right. smoking cigarettes. I mean, come on. It hey, was just part of what happened. Rob Treble, real quick. Mick Luckhurst was a bartender, right? Who was the Falcons ticker that spent time with it? Was it Mick Luckhurst, right? No, 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 no. That was, um. oh, God, what was his name? He kicked those five field goals to beat the Rams on a Monday night, and I cannot think of his name off the top. And I just talked about him on the Falcons flyover he not too not, long he ago. He was not a bartender? No. Tim okay. Mazzetti. Tim Mazzetti, yes. All right. From New Jersey. That's the one. That's the guy for the guy who just yep. called in. Tim Mazzetti's the guy you're thinking of. Okay. Luckhurst was cool. Mazzetti had a cool backstory. Luckhurst <laughs> is like a rugby player. Though. Right. Thank you. We got to have one more, Chris? We got one more? Nope. Chris, we says we must engage with Rob Tribble, which is always a scary proposition. Chris did say Sebastian Janikowski, though. That's, yeah. He just brought that name up. Nice pull. He's, he's a big guy, too, by the way. He's a big guy. Yeah. All right. What you got coming up, Rob? Well, you create a seal here and a seal here, and you run it up the alley. Yeah, if only his grandson had remembered that. That was so funny because I was thinking about that, too, when the Chargers fired their OC, Joe Lombardi. Right. I mean, it's your grandfather, the legacy of Carl. I mean, if you you took one thing from your childhood, right, or your dad telling you about your dad, his dad, would be to run the freaking ball when you got a 24-point lead. Yeah, but Why did he get fired? Irony. He got fired due to irony. <laughs> but, but you know what? He shouldn't have been the one fired. And here's the deal, guys. Oh, all exactly. These, all these new-age uh, OCs all want to outthink each other. Yes. They all want to outthink each other. So, yeah, fundamentally, you're mm. right. That's mm. what should have happened. He should have went back to the fundamentals. But mm. these all, all these guys want to outsmart each other and outthink each other. And guess what? They're all throwing the ball. And they got all these dynamic quarterbacks, and they're all passing the ball. And so we're going to be fine. And you go three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, three, and you find yourself losing. You know what happened? Yeah, that great philosopher and oracle, Randy McMichael, <laughs> has many times said, football is easy. Coaches make it hard. That's it. It's true. No doubt. All right, man. Rob's got a lot coming up. Stay tuned. You never want to miss Rob's monologue. He comes out, I mean, he's fire breathing. He comes out spring loaded. And real quick, I just want to bear this out because I was talking to Carl earlier. I know that everyone loves their dog. Was Ike not the unbelievable wingman on Saturday? Oh, he finds the, the two hottest girls in the place and sidles up right between them. Carl, Mike's training this dog well. It's amazing, he? yes. I'm telling you, brother. You need, to, you need to get another dog. He's training this dog Come well. Come on. No, no, no. No, I got a dog. I got an- a dog. Another dog. I, no, I don't need another damn pet in my house. I'm good. <laughs> Let's get out of here and clear our throats. Dukes and Bella wrapping up another show. So it's time for Let Me Clear My Throat on Sports Radio 929. All right, guys. Tomorrow we will dive deeper into Luca. Trey, Mavs, Hawks, Hawks at Mavs. It starts at 7, tips at 7.30. Mm. And you might say, well, what are you guys going to dive into? Where are their careers right now? Mm. Who has the advantage right now? We'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll also get a little bit more into this weekend's playoff games. Every day we'll dive in and uh, get you ready for Saturday's games. Remember, games Saturday and Sunday with the divisional round. And then next week, guys, We'll be talking about Championship Sunday, which is January 29th. Uh, some guests to stop by, including Connor Riley tomorrow. And Lauren Jabari will stop by as well to talk about our Hawks. So we got some things in store for you. Make sure you're here at 2 o'clock. Hey, Turtle Man, great job as always behind the glass, our engineer. Bo Morgan, executive producing. 
Mike Bell, let's get out of here, man. Clear your throat. Hey, man, I mentioned this a few times today because it really kind of struck a chord with me. I was watching the Hawks again this morning on the DVR, and it's Reggie Miller doing the analysis with Kevin Harlan <laughs> talking about what was happening as the Hawks were blowing a 24-point lead on MLK Day to the Heat. And all of a sudden, you know, as right before, ironically, DeJounte had a huge three, which brought some momentum back. Reggie Miller goes, look, they're scrambling, which means they're struggling. You know, they, you can tell they're disorganized, and they fall back to their nature. What's their nature? Isolation ball. Iso ball, and there's no flow. And Reggie Miller is one of the greats to dress out. Says you're not. There's no ball movement. Nate's got to get a handle on that. We can belly like all we want about Trey taking private planes home and Trey doing this or that, or the owner's son. Nate's got to do things the right way. Nate lost control of that game, and is lucky Dejounte bailed him out. Whenever you think a guy's not any good, you've given up too soon. A prime example of that is Daniel Jones. Three years ago, a lot of people said he's not a franchise quarterback. Well. He's a bum. Now, all of a sudden, under the tutelage of Brian Dable, he played his best game maybe ever. And they have a chance to advance to the NFC Championship game. Who would have thunk it? It's a quarterback league, but it's also a league in where your coach matters. And Daniel Jones now has that and looks like a completely different player. If you love the show, you tell your friends. You don't. You throw a football like Garrow, you premium. Man, y'all burn us. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.